welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit. Headless sources, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling the grid for hours. We've all been there. On Motto, every profile is verified by a real human, and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash mottoblocktalk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, gain queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for this news, reviews, and interviews. Our questers are going on a joyride through the underworld as we dive into the latest twists and turns of Dimension 20 Dungeons and Drag Queens. And back with me once again is the always wise and adorable Ajita. Hello. Uh, hello. That wise and adorable? Of course uh, you can be both. Me... It's crazy, right? In this I, it's day and so age? Like, amazing. Uh, just beauty and wit. And uh, that's that's really all. Like, I can add more things if you want me to. Absolutely. Get up for it. <laughs> um uh pretty uh also gorgeous also stunning mm-hmm. um perfect and beautiful you look like a linda evangelista yeah i think that's that's it i think that's yeah, it that, there it is that's, that's it what i have to offer all right um wow this was the uh penultimate episode but it, it gave us the drama it gave us the twists it gave us the turns um yes i can't wait to get into it storytelling this is all about the storytelling a hundred percent. I think that they they are the ball is rolling and the momentum has been built. We are reaching this like crazy high climax here. Um and and it's being told so so well. I mean, it's it's incredible. I'm so happy. Now, before we get into the full game as we go through it, I want to ask a question. Um as far as the dungeon master goes, who creates the the world and the universe and and the story, how much of this has Brandon already pre-planned, and how much well, is off the cuff? I mean, everybody's different. I mean, you, you have to also understand Brandon is a master of improv, and then you mm-hmm. add that on top of like his just insanely high intelligence. He's able to really come up with. Uh, fantastic plots that are uh, sometimes on the fly, sometimes mm-hmm. uh, uh, sometimes uh, not. Um, but uh, what's great about Dungeons and Dragons uh, is that when you play, or any sort of uh, tabletop game, when you play and you kind of end uh, and you, you say goodbye to your friends, that gives time for the, uh, the, the dungeon master to be able to, okay, I'm going to look at my notes. What have I fleshed out? What's the momentum in which the party is going? And what does, what does it seem like their goals are? And then you can flesh out your preparation. Uh, but uh, in adventuring party brennan talked about like just having the wor- understanding and knowing the world enough that uh it's basically just like a sandbox that mm-hmm. that these these players can kind of explore and go through so there's a lot of improv 
but there is um, a lot of the planning. It's just knowing the world, right? These connections, they're getting, they're getting closer and closer. I know. And I, it's so awesome how it's, it's, it, it, though it is the sandbox that they can kind of explore and do whatever they want. Um, there is a lot of linear storytelling that I think can, can just, just makes this whole thing work. Right. Well, we will come back to this plot point. Uh, Cause I think, you know, exactly where I'm going with it. Cause I want to know if we knew beforehand where there's subtle hints, but let's begin. Our quests and queens are back with Dungeon Master Ben Lee Mulligan as they are in the depths of the underworld. Last we left off, a fake soul was given to Shalila, who revealed that Queen Anira of Everdeep merslayed her way to the top. All right, the four questers and Uncle Kerwin head to the Tower of Tombs to visit the Nara, and Gertrude thinks they should follow behind Shalila on the quickest route to the Tower of Tombs. But after an exhausting recap of events, uh, that, that was a long four and a half minutes. It was. It it made me think that they probably didn't meet for quite a few days. That that they had to uh to really truly remind everybody yeah. what what had gone on. Well, it doesn't matter. Jujubee still has no idea who Shalila is. Uh, give her a fucking <laughs> cheat sheet. Give her a cheat sheet. I love it. She needs her own personal. What's cartographer? No, that's what's the the person who takes notes during uh, a jury uh session or whatever. The fuck? Um. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah, know the one. one. Everybody else knows the one too. I don't have to say Stenographer. it. Stenographer. Yes, that's the one. There it is. Well, Jujube wonders if they should split up. Alaska says this is not a scary movie, so they're not splitting up. You say that now. We'll talk about that later. The hunger sets in as now Alaska wants to beat up Shanita, who might be her landlord. Um, Shalila can't get no respect. We're just changing names She'll- again. Changing names yet again, and uh, honestly, there's enough drag queens named Shanita, like right. Shanita, Shanita Bump, a Shanita Money. Oh gosh, there's there's just too many. Monet is an assassin, but is she a lip sync assassin? I say, ask Jinx Monsoon. Uh, I I cannot comment at this time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, remember cousin Kiki. Kiana, um, well, she's got Mark Ronson's soul, so maybe they can do that, but Gertrude wants to go visit the Jackal guy. This time, they gotta be real. Does honesty work? Not in the gay community. <laughs> Never. 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 It's You're lying about uh, your height, uh, your weight, or your hairline. And, and look... And your uh, position. And your position. Oh my gosh. Well, you know what? As a verse bottom, I find that very... <laughs> Listen, we are living in the world of sides now. Absolutely. It it really is so true. That's a whole tangent. That's a whole different podcast, friends. The more you learn about it, the more you're like, wait, okay, maybe that's me. I mean, no comment. Thanks, Grinder, for bringing it to (laughs) our uh, uh, um, minds. All right. Jujube. Yeah. Okay. Jujube feels the rush. She's addicted to the touch of a. Good idea. I had to throw it in there. I had to do it. Happy choice of on weekend. Oh my God. Such a good song. I saw somebody mixed it with Alien Superstar and I said, I need a full version. Amazing. At this moment. Um, I know how I can get uh, content um, and people engage with me on social media. Just ask them, do they prefer uh, Rush or Padam Padam? And that's how you get people to vote and then get your views higher. I think that's a good, I think you really cracked the code. We I are simple beings, gays. Yeah. <laughs> the Aussies doing it better this year. I think so. 
All right. Well, Jujubee reminds us she can disguise herself and suggests perhaps she can disguise herself as Thanara, but why would she be in town? So, so can she be Shalila? No, she wants to trick Shalila as Thanara, the 18-foot-tall Miss Thang. Now, as they all get confused as to the best plan of action, Troyan has now figured out, why do I even need to give Thanara worthy souls if she knows what this is all about? Given Great question. What she, Right. Given what she wants uh, from Thanara, she doesn't know how to reasonably get this goddess. How is she going to be? This goddess of the underworld is expecting the world from them. Now that they are slowly deciding on who to let Twyla disguise herself as, and it's not a puddle, it's time for Gertrude to reassess what they're going to do. And um, she wants to be honest and tell them why she's in the underworld. She talks to them all out loud and tells them that she has a curse, that she can't die. It is a curse. She wanted to leave her soul, but now she has a new perspective and wants a natural death after living her life. Really? I think she's going to regret that. I mean, well, okay. I I love that the idea, I mean, it's the whole like tuck everlasting, like the idea mm-hmm. that like death, death gives life, life meaning. Um, and I do love that. Um, uh, I don't know if I mentioned earlier on one of the adventuring parties, she talks about like how when she was brainstorming this idea with Brennan um, that her there was one time where uh, she like sank to the bottom of the ocean and was pinned to a rock and like kept drowning and like regaining consciousness and then drowning again. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so dark and horrifying. I mean, it, imagine if you if you. Yeah, hard pass. If you spent 10 days underwater drowning over and over again, maybe you'd want to end it all. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't know. Like, I think it's a very noble idea. Um, but then she starts to clarify that it's not about she wants to die right here and right now. She wants her life to come to a natural conclusion, right. which I don't know. It's 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 very I think it's a really cool plot line to explore. Yeah, just maybe not saying that out loud in the underworld. True. Absolutely. Maybe uh, I think, look, all of those manifesting girlies would be like uh, all upon <laughs> it. You're like, careful what you say, because the law of attraction will bring it to you. Troyan thinks the Nara will grant her grace um, face to face after talking to her. Twyla thinks she can get her family souls. Wise words from Gertrude. Life is a gift, but it's not everything. Remember Kerwin? He's still there. Uh, he wants rest or peace after life. Um, Kerwin, star of the show today. The underworld is not like Everdeep, the New York City of the ocean. I fucking, I this whole exchange was so funny. The because it's it all starts as like uh, to save the village, and then it's like this is not a village; it's like a really big city. <laughs> it's like I love that Bob goes. It's no fucking Atlantis. Let's be honest. Okay, so let's decide. We. Going to have Gertie describe Thanara to Twyla, or are they going to see Thanos, aka Nyrith? Listen, if Thanos is there, snap your fingers, this campaign will be over. Ah, uh, 100%. God damn it. You, you um, know what? There's you know what, Michael? Get out of here. <laughs> Oh, um, and Juju B once again has no clue who Nyrith the Jackal Demon is. Again, let's give her the cheat sheet. Did she not write anything down? I don't know. I mean, re- taking notes. I mean, are you, you have to be a good note taker for this, right? I mm-hmm. am a terrible note taker. I, I, my body starts doing one function and then I'll, my entire, the rest of my brain shuts down. Like I can't, 
I can barely walk and chew gum at the same time. If I, unless I it's hard, chew. it's very hard to do that. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Now, logical set in as why would Thanara be meandering on the path? Well, as Bob says, if Joe Biden knocks on your door, you'd be like, huh? <laughs> I loved that analogy because it's shouldn't you be in the Oval Office? Literally, yeah, it, it's a re- yeah, absolutely. Now we are back with the ninth of it all. We have now spent fifteen minutes on this singular plot point. So Brandon has to guide them here as Kerwin, as he has, says, their plans are reckless, but down in the underworld, there are no plans that won't involve some risk. The bazaar is not too far, so jackal face it is. Um, is this how normal campaigns go? Do you have a debate go on this long and the dungeon master would be like, okay, fuck it, we're, I'm, I'm taking over? Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's... It very much is that because there's a lot of times on a lot of um, dungeon master guides, they talk about like not making certain plot points, conflicts or puzzles too difficult uh, Mm -hmm. because uh, the level of communication and teamwork, they're basically saying the average person doesn't have great teamwork skills. And so, I mean, but what it is, is that everybody here is trying to take into account of, uh, take account of, uh, take into account that there is going to be some level of risk. Um, But I love the way that Brennan put it. It's like, look, this game is about risks. You got to be able to do that. Side note, did you ever play Risk as a kid the, just the, I never the board did. game I've never it was a it. it was so it was so boring to me but in that uh, uh in the spirit of the boring game risk there's a uh, also uh lots of circle talking that just just can happen in a lot of dnd games my game was always the game of life because i was like i'm gonna live my life through a fucking board game absolutely and it made the only you chance i was to get married at this point <laughs> <laughs> all right we are back oh in the long God. shadow bazaar where nyrith is still there well you heard of purse first well gurch is going to walk in honesty first time to detect thoughts so nyrith knows they're not lying all her cards are on the table and it's not uno with this degree of openness the dungeon master lets her roll a persuasion check with advantage she needs a 15 to hear her out or 25 for all in and first she gets a 21 which is success but then she gets a nat 20 what a roll i that was so good that is like a perfect moment of like encapsulating the energy that a good role can give uh to playing the game it was a very good move on bob's part to think of this really creative use of a spell that's usually just you thinking uh, and hearing other people's thoughts i i was thoroughly impressed well in honor of madonna gertrude opens her mind to him it's the vulnerability the demons are looking for her friends come in after robbing him you know three hours ago so they start talking about everdeep who nyrith is a fan of their seafood uh, the best scallops he's ever had gertrude tells the truth why they lied cheated and sold she reads it very much and she wants to see if they can get the soul she is willing to trade whatever and also get whatever he can offer so he knows what they they want a soul and um he wants to give them a means to outpace shalila so Nyrith holds out his hand and gets down on one knee as he says that she is a sorceress who wields the gifts of both worlds, Kelvordian and the Underworld. He will offer a bargain, first and last. The soul of famed musical producer Oliver Lieber, who composed opposites of track by Paul Abdul and to which Nyrith has a tattoo of MC Scad Cat on his little toe. How big is this toe? 
I don't know, but also, or how small is the tattoo? <laughs> right. Um, he also wants the corrupted wraith clasp. That's it. That's it. That's all they had to do before. It really, it really was uh, so simple. Now, again, like playing in this world of what did Brandon know, what did Brandon not know? Did he know that the answer at that time would have been the, the corrupted wraith clasp? Because I do remember I mean, him guiding him that way a little bit. Well, it it could have been that. I mean, this guy, I, the thing about being a, a dungeon master is that you do lay very clear hints as to mm-hmm. what people like or want and what their motives are. Uh, and so the guy made, he made it very, very clear that Nyrith uh, uh, wants one of two things, either memories or the the corrupted like wraith mm-hmm. class. I think that, that that was very, very clear. Um, and it didn't seem like anybody was willing to give a little chunk of their brain. So I guess there was a one route. Now, to outpace Shalila, he has carpets. And we're going to Agrabah. This area rug can show you the world. It won't be for the cards, but it will be for something they want to be rid of. It's a curse on Gertrude. Nyrith takes an empty vial and tells her that if the curse would be lifted, it would return to Nyrith. Will Gertie take this? Well, she says her word is her bond. The vial is in her satchel and the carpet is there. It's magic carpet ride time. Now, this moment about the empty vial, I was always in my head and they're not going to mention it later on when uh, the very end. I mean, so so the empty vial, I mean, so, so the pur- purpose of the empty vial was when your curse gets lifted, uh, it's something all, all we know essentially is that uh uh the vial will close and like the curse will instead of going back to thanara will not back we don't know where the curse is from um uh go straight to Nyrith. back into the vial yeah correct and go straight to Nyrith. so what i think that's that's the easy be. thing to do she lift that spell it goes to Nyrith, you're, it's over thanara has no curse but, but what is Nyrith going to do with a curse of immortality? I mean, I guess like, it's a battle of jackalhead or eighteen foot tall woman. I, I think so. That would be a fight I would love to see. There it is. All right. Well, they're gonna realize they should have been honest from the beginning. But Twyla is like, do they trust the demon? Time to get Shalila's bag of souls. They are all rested in hindsight. Kerwin, who was still there as they forgot he's there, tells them they have their two options, fight or deceive. Princess wants to befriend her, but Kerwin says that they could, you know, butter her up and just invite her to the board game night. Switch to Scrabble. If she doesn't know how to spell, oh no, they got the playing cards. It's true. It is true. Um, I Do you know that the, the debacle about the, uh, uh, if you can stack uh draw fours there's apparently two different ways to play uno one of them is people will if you get a draw two or draw four uh you can uh throw down a card another draw two or another draw four and it stacks onto the next person this has been a debate and then the other one is just you you have to do it no matter what um uno had to chime in because people were getting it wrong because you cannot stack yeah, draw twos and draw cheating. fours. And this is a hill I will die on. <laughs> yeah, you can't stack. No stacking. No, no, no. No stacking. 
All right, they're going to get on the flying carpet as they sing a whole new world, but the whole is spelled H-O-L-E. And Brandon is like, God damn it, these homosexuals. They truly can't escape them. I feel like they're they're throwing out all the low-hanging fruit jokes. Like, I mean, like I do. I do, I do it all the time. You, you as well. <laughs> Clearly, I love it. And and Bren is just like eating it up, like as if we hadn't heard a million Michelle Visage jokes before. Uh, it was Brennan was on the floor. It was so funny. Yeah, the carpet alights over Hollowgrave as they see the twisting sands and barren rocks. And um, boy, my rocks have been barren for so long. Daddy needs some Twink Eleven. Uh, hey, Troy Savon, you ready? You ready to feel that rush? <laughs> Oh my, that was a lot, dude. <laughs> uh, the wind wisps in their hair as the thrill of sudden flight. They feel safe on the soft fabric. Ahead in the distance, they see Shalila in the distance, and it only took mere minutes to get there. How, how big is this place? What is, what's happening? We're really just... I mean, or how fast is the is the carpet? I mean... Light speed. Light, apparently light speed. Well, uh, I know this would be very interesting podcast content, but I could break down all of the movement speeds for you if you like. No, uh, that's that's very annoying. But um, I don't know. For the sake of brevity, uh, sometimes it you, you it works, you know. Well, Tryon, it's on you. They're going to pull up to Shalila, who didn't know they had a, such a ride as a standard 2019 manual. Tryon wants to talk to her, and they have done some thinking. They want to present Thanar the souls and not her. The music shifts, and Gertrude is like, I'm going to use message to talk to Tryon and be like, this is not what we agreed to. See, this is what happens when you throw things out there and not uh, talk to your friends. Exactly. So Shalila's like, you wish to present this to my mistress. And Troyan is like, not being friendly. And the other three are like, hold up. She don't love you like we love you. Stop being a bitch. And then we're going to get something that um, I had called out before. But Jujubee is going to do it. She's going to call out Monet's accent. She had an inflection the entire time. But she painted it on heavy. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's sweet, sweet delirium. I I don't know. These games are long. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be a little unfair to pull uh, to to pull Monet aside about her accent when Alaska has been two sides of the fucking spectrum. Like, yeah, there's true. The, the growly, you know, ogre voice, and then I don't know, and then Alaska. That's true. Uh, Gertrude is now sweating profusely. Twilight turns into a rock because the rock, why not? We get a Troy and persuasion check. A 15 will let Shalila hear out some part of what she is saying, but a 20 says she'll work with her. It is a 25. It's perfect. Hell fucking yeah. Gertie will ha- give her a help action as she pulls her to the side and tells her to be softer and mention game night. Uh, tell her they have like 80 games, whatever game she wants to play. Um, aside from Dungeons and Dragons, what game would you have selected? um i really i had the idea the other day um i was passing in a store uh, uh what do you meme the the spongebob uh-huh. version but all of the prompts were awful so i had this idea i was like i want to take the after dark version of what do you meme plus the spongebob actual pictures and then pair it with adult content so that's what i, I love that say. i'm here for it i'm here for it Shalila will tell Troyan that Thanara hasn't interacted with a mortal since Troyan's father, so good thing they didn't walk all around as Thanara. Then Bob calls out the accent and wonders if Twilight disguises as the accent. <laughs> it's getting personal. And then Jujubee just goes on full-on Cockney. I, it was a completely different accent, but it was, it's so funny. 
All right. The roll is on thing 20. First, it's 11 plus 2 for 13. It's a 19 plus 2. It's 21. Shalila starts to cry. She has never been invited to a game night. She feels it's nice to have people relate to you on a personal level and not because they want something from you. Welcome to the stage, Nightlife Producers. Oh, my God. So true. And then, meanwhile, at the end of it all, like, I think the real dark tragedy is that they just want something from her. That's it. That's it. That's That's really it. They're going to play Parcheesi, which is Shalila's favorite game. And the accent is getting thicker and the girls just can't handle it. Neither can I. Um, Do you know what Parcheesi is? I don't. I don't play games. I'm bad at games. I don't know what Parcheesi is. Parcheesi is an old person game. I know that. It sounds like it. I would, for me, old, old person game is like Euchre. Yeah. Um, uh, Ajita, just 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 promise me um, I don't have to adopt an accent unless I'm like high as fuck because then I do automatically do it and it's really bad. Very well, offensive. here's the thing. Um, I consider gay voice an accent, so you should be fine. Okay, I'm, I'll be totally <laughs> fine. I'm fine. But what I can do, I can make buffalo chicken dip. I'm actually a pro at that. Well, I'm vegetarian, so. Well, we can have no chicken in it. It, the buffalo dip. I do a uh, Trader Joe's vegan buffalo dip. Fucking okay, incredible. Okay, Highly recommend. Non spawn. Shalila says it's unprecedented, but the previous hunter of Everdeep did approach the Nara, so it's not something she isn't allowed to do. So Shalila returns to the souls to Troyam before she sets off. She tells them to be careful, as there are others currently at the tower entreating the goddess of death. And then we get Malala Kano, uh, which is the Everdeep version of Wakanda Forever. Oh, got it. I thought Malala was um, the uh, the uh, activist girl. That, oh, it is. Uh, but I think that the way they did it was probably supposed to be like Wakanda forever in, in that sense. I fi- my favorite was Brennan saying, is it so uh, culturally acceptable for me to do it back? <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> Which, very funny. Honestly, honestly normalize that. Normalize Correct. that in a regular conversation. Correct. Can I do this back? No. Great. Mm-hmm. Listen, yes. the, the the conversations that um, the theater community are having right now about um, what's allowed and what's not allowed uh, when it comes to casting. So, well, have to have these yeah. conversations. Um, all right, that's a whole different podcast. All right, they have the amulet <laughs> of souls back, and honestly, honesty is the best recipe the whole time. Got to be stern. The girls get back on the carpet, but Twyla wants to fly alongside them. Can't she keep up? Maybe she's a fae. <laughs> I love that. That's her her um excuse for everything it's like well can you do i could turn into an airplane because i'm a fae like i'm gonna start saying that now i'm like should i mean let's be real uh when it comes to walking phase do it better we we are at a pace faster than everybody like do not go slow in times square when a fae is around a hundred percent. I'm in. I'm in a cabin in Maine with a bunch of straight men, which is weird enough as it is. And we were explaining the idea of the the gay stereotype of of fast walkers. And then a, a guy ch- chimes up, and he goes, "Well, I don't know. I'm a I'm a pretty fast walker." And I said, "I think you just disclosed some information to us." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, you got to be a fast walker with a nice coffee in hand. Absolutely, and you got to hold it from the top, like yes. so. It's the lid is just holding on to dear yeah. life. Yeah. And then when you go to certain Starbucks, they don't put it on correctly. And then it just splashes all over. And then you're like, fuck. Gotta yeah, absolutely. One. Okay. Um, also, the way that Bob has now become Jujubee's babysitter is um, perfect. Perfect. Where's the preschool rope? Let's Literally. get them all on a preschool rope. And Brennan's at 
at the front and mm-hmm. <laughs> they all uh, uh, follow behind. In the distance, they see the tower. Underneath, they see many sights. It's time for a perception check. We get a nine, an 11, a dirty 20, and a 17. So what does that lead us to? Well, Princess with her dirty 20 will see a f- bel- see below a field beneath her that looks like it has crops, but nothing grows. It's a field of swords planted in the ground. They are soft dancing in the field. It does not have significance in the moment, but it has an eerie beauty. She then notices spears and axes and begins to realize they are the swords of fallen fairy warriors. It's Princess Taff. So yep. cool. This whole imagery that uh, um, is broken down by, by Brennan is, is the coolest thing. He's so, so talented. Princess taps Twilight and points to the field of swords. Twilight says, what are you talking about? And then she realizes it's her people. What's she going to do now? Talk about her feelings? She's sad now. <laughs> I love that. What are you going to do? Be sad. <laughs> I was like, I was waiting for that single tear again, but we didn't get it. Not, not this shot. We have a very delicate filming moment as we zoom into Jujubee as the music pervades in a soft, touching manner. Twyla will touch the playing cards as motes of light bob along as they touch the deck of cards as well. Time for an arcana check. We have a 12, a 14, a 5, and a 19, and Twyla has heard about these lights from the Field of Swords. They are called Will-O-Wisps, which are souls of the fairies. Or as Alaska says, she won Drag Race. Yeah, Will-O-Wisp. <laughs> um, good, good for her. Were you, did you want Will-O-Wisps to win season um, 14, 13, 14, 12, 38? I don't know. I Honestly, the, the numbers I, I'm not keeping track of. But um, yeah, funny. no, Will-O-Wisp was really great. Uh, um, I was going to another the lady. drag name, the lady my was brain my shut favorite. up. The lady yeah. Camden, I liked her. I know. The souls do not become corrupted in the underworld as they are still attached to their lives. The spirits are fallen fame, a.k.a. what happens on Fire Island stays on Fire Island, but documented on Twitter. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or what happens in uh, uh, Puerto Vallarta uh, sinks and, um, I don't know, you get caught for this hanging morning, around friends during this COVID. This morning, uh, Chicken Tender Twink was on my People You May Know on Facebook. I was like, I'm tempted, but I'm not going to, I'm not open to that can of worms. Stay away from that one. Well, my favorite about the People You May Know uh, when you're gay is it becomes a new dating app. It, it really um, does. And, um, and, and it's, yeah, I've it's also like, gotten oh. to the point of, oh, look, it's a Rue girl. Yeah, a hundred percent. I I get a lot of Rue girls. I get a lot of, um, um, like m- middle of the road, masculine, feminine, versatile looking people yeah. um, that are just uh, right up. I, I recently got um, Alex Michaels. Is that um, Alexis Michelle? Oh my wait. Is that Alexis's name? Correct. That Crazy, is right. Is that weird that that's the most Alexis Michelle thing in the it's world? It's amazing. I love it. I'm so here for it. Um, I love. So it. I, I will admit it. Um, I have. I definitely in my younger days, when the early days of the Facebook and the people you may know, I would just go on a um, friending spree. And now yes. I'm at a point where I see people. I'm like, what? Who are you? Mm-hmm. Oh well. I know no one. Anyways. Okay. Well, 
Gertie wants to see if they can find out about the Seed of All Blossom. They land in the field and Twilight sees an axe. It's Captain Martha's axe. She sees a mound of sand with a sewing needle and a button shield. The lights dance around. It's like going to a butterfly exhibit. They're going to the playing cards as it was meant to be shared memory. Bob thinks Alaska is good at this and it's just her luck as she, she don't know now. We get an insight check from Twilight. It's nine plus four for 13. Her brain is racking around what spell she can cast, but there is a moment of sorrow that there is no arcane answer. It is time to play a round of cards. Uno. The motes of light hit the face of cards as they begin to light up as soon as they begin to glow as bright as the sun. Her cards now contain light. She is Gambit. Come on, X-Men. I look, I loved this moment so much because this was very much Brennan working his magic as a DM. We took something that was the playing cards that she could not, You could, she would have paid you to take them off her hands. Yes. And, and he's like taking, it's like, no, like, let's put some, let's put some meaning behind these cards. Like, let's, let's make them a part of the story and symbolize you know, your connection in your community and the people you're trying to bring back. Fucking A plus to Brennan Lee Mulligan for that. She's going to put them back in her snatchel as they are there to help her. They can continue the journey. And Gertie says they are in a good position as they haven't given up on their goods. Just something they got from a zombie twink. And Kerwin is still there because we got to remind ourselves he's still present. He's yeah. just so quiet. He's just happy to be there. Um, There's a wallflower. Yeah, he, th- that's me. He tells them they are in a lot of danger. The lights change in the studio to red and orange as they see a wall of wind and a sand as a storm races toward them. I gotta say, I the more I see those lights change in the back on the backdrop, I'm like, I want that for my room. I love it. I it want is that for. So like, cute. I love having this background because I can do whatever I want, and, and no one sees my what my room looks like. But I kind of want lights. It looks cooler. I think it I think it's so cool. I, I love I love their set. It's so simplistic, but it's also very stylistic and like iconic to Dimension yeah. 20. Fine, I'm starting it. a Patreon just to get some cool lights. Kidding, kidding. <laughs> um, all right, so can they outrace it? The sandstorm. It's a soul storm. Twilight's like, um, who's the heaviest? Get off the carpet. And Princess is like, hey, that's not nice. That's not nice. But wouldn't it be Kerwin? <laughs> Isn't Kerwin heavier? I, I think it could be, but Kerwin is undead, so maybe he's lighter. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so yeah, this soul storm. Um, maybe they can punch through it. Uh, no, they just gotta go fast, not physically punch it. Um, but I'd like to see like someone like, just come on, princess just princess just threw it out. It's boo boo. I, I I think so. There are screaming ghosts who have been there so long that their bodies have rotted away. It's now an acrobatic check. Um, it will be a group check. Uh, they will use the highest two rolls. Talk to me about an acrobatic check. Well, so, I mean, acrobatics was an, I thought it was an interesting call here. Cause like as a dungeon master, you're, you're plagued with, okay, you've got this many skills and it looks like a lot, but sometimes you have, what's what's the skill that is everybody flying on a flying carpet trying Mm -hmm. to avoid you know this 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 storm of wraiths coming at them and um and 
he ruled it's a, an acrobatics check. Usually this is something that uh, it, it, it derives from your dexterity stat. So think speed, agility, uh, reflexes, um, and uh, and that's that's usually what falls under that. Uh, so it's not aerial may- silks and trapeze. It could be actually <clears throat> um, like ath- or I let's say like there's athletics because there's athletics, there's acrobatics. Athletics is like strength based mm-hmm. so like a- uh, athletics might be pulling yourself up on the aerial silks acrobatics might be like spinning around and like doing gotcha, know, gotcha. like fun stuff um kind of like the um the the physical fitness test you had to take in um, middle school and high school yeah um my well because my physical fitness test uh had aerial silks uh that's how of they measured our well-being yeah um i i uh, in high school no middle school eighth grade um my I, my sit and reach i beat the box i was i was able to go further than the box i'm like what now, and now tell me fat, what it, so i can't do that well tell me what it's like to have then never beaten a box uh uh then thenceforth i mean I know, it's crazy I, I think for you and I are both very unfamiliar with box. I know it's very. I'm, I don't know how to have. To, no, can't do a box. All right, fifteen <laughs> needs to keep pace. If they don't be fifteen, that's when trouble starts. Twenty to outrun, so we get a seventeen, a dirty twenty, a nineteen, and an eighteen. They will try to ascend as it's a fifty feet behind them. Twilight slips off a try and grabs her. There's our um, improv. Another acrobatic check. It's an eighteen, twenty, eleven, thirteen. Oh shit! Kerwin will throw stuff at the storm. Do we know what he threw? What do they have to throw? Um, I think he said a dagger. Okay, a dagger. Stakes are higher. They need two 20s, dirty or not. If they get 18 or lower, the storm gets them. They all say 20 at the same time. 20, well, no. Okay, fine. It's 6, 12, 13, and not a 20 from Alaska. A mouth in the storm opens up with the teeth of screaming spirits. Above them, they see a winged shape with a long tail made of shadow. It's a dragon with a rider on it. A rope gets lowered down. Twyla recognizes the spell. It's a rope trick spell. We have a dexterity saving throw. Two need to beat 13. We got a 21, a 17, 18, and 19. Hell yes, it worked. I love this. And also, I love that they used rope trick. I think I said in the beginning of this, I was like, rope trick is one of those spells that's just there. Like, I've never seen it used in a campaign. This is a really fucking cool use of rope trick. The dragon rider pulls the carpet as they vanish into shadow. The rope trick spell creates a safe pocket dimension as they are in a strange extra dimensional space, but there is a pane of dark glass. They are momentarily protected. This is a spirit dragon. The rider removes her helmet. Long raven tresses emerge. She smiles and says she was glad to catch them in time. It's Norel Blaze. Um, Gertie met her grandson in life. Oh my God, a call back to episode one. Norbert wasn't gay. Norbert wasn't gay. Norbert was trans, and it was such a cool thing. I so love cool. this. Love this. And the artwork was so fucking very pretty. Fabulous. Nora Blaze is a Calvordian in life and dies for a reveal. Don't we all? There was our reveal. She tells them that her grandson found the treasure and says that some of the treasures were capable of existing in both the world above and this one. See, kindness is key. Vote for Mrs. Kasha Davis. I, I love it so much. Go big, go West, Nina West, this, that, and the other. I'll vote for Nina West for other things, maybe next year. I don't know. Um, Norel snatches her dragon and then she opens a saddlebag as she gives them magical treasures. 
Our dungeon master places a stack of magical treasures in card form, and they will get to keep them all, even though uh, they want to randomly draw. Um, but he's like, no, just 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 take them all, take them all. Yeah. So I'm assuming he had these at the ready. Yeah, I think so. I mean, so uh, knowing all the magical items uh, in the game is also very beneficial because then sometimes your players don't necessarily know what they want to build or how they want to like optimize their character and so when you know uh, uh a decent amount of magical items i've got my favorites uh one of my favorites is actually the uh immovable rod where if you click it on the end it will not move from that time and space uh Damn. there was an episode of critical role where they climbed into the mouth of a dragon and then they clicked the immovable rod and it tore it up from the inside oh, cool. it's very very cool very very cool stuff a lot of creative uses with that stuff but i think he had magical items that he could have given out either as as um nyrith uh, as that magical mm -hmm. uh guy uh or just like in other ways and i think this was just a way of being like all right i feel like you guys deserve these here you go dare i say Breton was sitting on a secret no you know what <laughs> i, I do you, I love the idea that uh, Brennan tucked like every outfit? He's a, he's a, he's a, like full like a uh, half elven like masculine, but like with this makeup and then just tucked. But that yeah. was for him. That was just for him. He wanted to try and be like the girls. Yeah, absolutely sensational. All right, we have a hunter's bow and a bow of the Sealy, which are plus one magical longbows. There's a great axe of the mighty, which is a powerful magical axe. She's got a javelin and lightning. There's a pair of magical boots. Uh, these are Chanel magical boots. Yes, they are. We have a crystal ball on an ornate silver stand, a crystalline staff, several potions of healing. And finally, a ring that looks like a white ivory ring, but is the ring of invisibility. That's Swyla's. Finally, she gets to be invisible. I, I yeah no it's so good okay um, so again, he knew this and he was playing her I loved it though it was such a good moment <laughs> I, there was a moment too where I thought that like princess got a little snubbed because mm -hmm. like axe and boots I mean I guess that other people got my but then I realized those boots those are the boots of speed um Alaska I think can already move 40 feet in a turn this means that she can move 80 feet in a turn. And if she dashes, this is all this is all DD talk. She can move 160 feet in a turn. And if she uses, oh, she can't use a bonus action to dash. Never mind. But still. So this is basically like she can get from Grand Central to Penn Station in a turn. Absolutely. You want to talk about Fey walking speed? That's Fey walking speed. <laughs> Brennan will hand out the cards of the queens and we will get some description of the items, mostly the boots, because they all want to know about the boots. So Princess got them. So Alaska shares that while you wear the boots, you can use a bonus action and clicks the boots heels together. If you do the boots, double your walking speed and any creature that makes an opportunity attack against you has a disadvantage on the attack roll. If you click the heels together again, you and the effect. And when it's been used for a total of 10 minutes, the magic ceases to function until you finish a long rest. These boots were made for walking. They were made for sprinting at your enemies to their demise. But boots were made for walking is not a good lip sync song. I said it's it. not. It's not. It really not. isn't. Unless you're going to do the Jessica Simpson version. Do you remember that one? Uh, no, I can't. It was from say the Dukes of Hazard soundtrack. 
are you are, are you sure there must be a straight man in you somewhere and i don't mean well uh-huh listen i in the early 2000s i really really loved um weird music and jessica simpson um was irresistible to me yeah i mean there you go i mean and now she makes shoes so she does make circle. shoes all full circle all right all of the weapons have now been given plus one an attack now brandon will run down the advantages to these weapons but specifically notes that the ring of invisibility attacking or casting a spell and the invisibility effect which weapon do you want uh which weapon did i want okay I think I would go with the boots of speed because of how much they are, like how incredible they are. One of my favorite characters mechanically I've ever played was a blade singing wizard. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was a wizard that was casting basically everything that, that, uh, that Gertrude can cast, but then also after she cast, she could also hit people with a sword. Um, And so her whole kit was about being super agile, super fast and you already got a huge bonus of your speed uh, because of the class and the boots of speed I had with her and they were fucking incredible. It I was, it was, they call it, they call that min maxing when you do everything that your character is supposed to do to the absolute max, but then you yeah. have very, very big deficits in your character flaws. Norell tells them that Zarya, Hex, and her army wait outside the Tower of Tomb, so if they want to gain entry, they have to find a way around them. There are thousands of undead soldiers. They know an invisible girl. I don't know. Zarya has been waiting for two travelers from the mortal world and alerts them that there is a force that has been helping Zarya in the underworld. Was it Shalila? The Nara has been making deals with the above as things have gotten stranger in the Upside Down. Um, and I feel like this is the clue that we were going to find out later. It was I, dropped. It was dropped. It, it really was. Uh. Now, could their wraith clasp to make them appear dead, can they use them so they can sneak in and not be killed? Because Thanara only has power over the dead. It's like an um, like unwalking dead, like when they pretend to be zombies. If Zarya is expecting two living souls, but if four dead people walk in, plus Kerwin, uh, they won't be expecting it. So it's Wraith Clap time. I kind of wish this was like Cats and Planet Rings, but alas, there's just a lot of convulsing and shaking and foaming. Um, and according to Gertrude, is there something on her face? Hashtag Pearl, hashtag Drag Race. So good. So good. I I, I think it would have been even funnier if the ring, if they were like mood rings um, and they just like turn like, you just learn like a little bit about the person and like the, the death is just very minimal but like you were a mood ring, ring girly in the 90s weren't you um i was um born in the 90s so mm-hmm. uh i i like like 96 if we're gonna put a, a number okay they still existed like by 99 they did you they still, did. You still they could did. have worn a little ringy I was like on the late train, like when when mood rings started to go into like bubblegum ball machines right, at right. the ice skating mm-hmm. rink. That's when I got them. Did you ever see anybody whose mood ring turned black? Because that not, was like angry. That was always the angry one. But it was like obviously they're temperature based, so like right. it's only it's like if it got <laughs> cold. Um, but I would I I saw one person have a black mood or all mood rings. Uh, um, that she would ever wear turn black. And I was like, well, you are the devil. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, just kidding. Um, okay, so you didn't have mood rings. Did you have slap bracelets? I had slap bracelets, okay, yes, good, of good. course. Right, 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 right. Okay, so Norell tells them this is going to work. 
Twyla puts hers on and all her makeup just comes off, embracing the natural beauty. <laughs> Troyan puts hers on and when mer people start to decay, it's rigor mortis. Uh, her limbs swell and she looks bloated. It's princess time and she just looks like a really large zombie, a.k.a. Kerwin's twin. This is, I mean, do you do you get a feeling like maybe Alaska's like attention span has maybe like clocked out a little bit? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. She's like, I, think, I am ready for bed. I think I think Jujubee doesn't know what's happening, but uh, uh, but is so incredibly enthusiastic. I think Alaska, because she's been very, very smart with a lot of the, the mm-hmm. wires crossing, might be a little tired. She's either tired <laughs> or she would be kind of like me where I would like, unfortunately, be an active listener where I'd be like, yeah, I'm engaged. But I'm like, I don't know what to say, so I'm not going to say anything. That, but that's also a very valid way of playing too. As somebody who talks a lot, I am a very active player. I would be like the Bob in this situation. And I feel like you might be a little bit more of the Alaska. Yeah, I think so. All right, the, carpet flutters, the carpet flutters and awaits them as Norel wishes them luck as more Calvordians will be saved if they're lucky. They reach the Tower of Tombs where they see sambling hordes of zombie soldiers. They are under thrall. They have no will anymore. Their undead life depends on the power of Zarya Hex. Time to put the acting skills to work. They're going to park their carpet and thriller up to the gate. I mean, it was really the only decision to be made. Only option. They will use Pass Without Trace and the Dungeon Master will allow a plus 10 to aid a performance check of them passing as undead. The shadows come to make them even more undead as the spell manifests. It's a group performance check. We get a 25, 31, 33, and 17. The two highest are 33 and 31. So they're going to go right over the ridge and tiptoe via a conga line. It's showtime. Uh, so many so many dead references. I, I, I kind of wish Beetlejuice made a cameo. I think that that would have been very apt. I love it. Yeah. I, I had sex with the understudy of uh, Beetlejuice, so that's Oh my god, that's amazing. Fun. Congratulations. How was it? I know. It was great. It was oh, very I fun. <laughs> I can only imagine. Um, maybe there's a, a D&D campaign in the Beetlejuice dead world. That, that sounds like fun. I th- That would be a great fucking idea. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. There's content for, I don't know, maybe someone's got a podcast coming out one day. Uh, maybe, maybe like uh, season two, maybe a different maybe. world. Hmm. All right. No one suspects them as they look undead. They have started a thriller flash mob. They noticed a seam on the base of the tower, but as the, they grow closer, Twilight hears a voice she has not heard in years. It is the voice of Zarya Hex. Minions of death flash mob, if you wish, but heed my words. The time has come to trigger four questers in the room. Oh my God. Um, This was funny. Monet did not stretch. She's not ready to literally lip sync for her life. Jujubee is very triggered as she is the only non-winner in the room. It's so true. I mean, poor Jujubee. It's not like she can even win this. I don't think so. Do you think that that's like, do you think that's either her curse or do you think it's a purposeful casting decision? Oh, it's a purpose. It's purposeful because at this time, she gets money for the appearances and it keeps on going up. So she's like, if even if I don't win, I'm still getting notoriety and I'm, I'm still gonna, getting money. A hundred percent. I'm going to show up on every show. And even if it's just the stipend, like, no, it's, it's, and it's more than just that. And she's I, the meme. She is the meme every time a new season comes out. So her name is always at our mouth. So it's, it's working. I, th- 
I think so. I think you 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 gotta you gotta win casting. You gotta have a an ideal winner in mind, and then you have to have Juju B. That's it. That's, like, that's I'm the fully best convinced. Whatever this global all stars, she's gonna be on it. She's gonna be on it. I think so too. All right, the skeletons make a staircase as a woman in robes of red and a crown of blood appears. It is Zarya Hex, and beware her of her death drop. Zarya tells her beautiful rotten minions, her soldiers of death, that they have come to entreat Thanara, goddess of the underworld. Thanara will praise these dead people for their destruction of the fairy lands, but one seed of the blo- all blossom lives. Now, bitch, if this is grinder, you'd be getting the blip blop loop because it's close by on your grid. Uh, honestly, and and. I, I do you ever sh- have you ever shown Grinder to a straight person? Like by this choice, con- no. By choice, it's always it's always when you have it open and somebody recognizes the orange and blue chat bubbles. But yeah. um, I purposefully have shown like some of my straight friends, and the model just doesn't work if if like women are involved because gay men find out that there is a man five feet from them and they're like oh my god a woman finds out that there is a straight man five feet from her and she goes i need to run yeah yeah uh we learn that if the seed of the all blossom is not destroyed the fairies can live once again Two figures will join Thanara on the Skella platform. It's a mer woman. Yes, it is Cousin Kiki. Troy Ann's Cousin Kiki. Lock the doors tight. Shout out, Scissor Sisters. Oh my God, so good. Kiki got a chain with a massive fish hook that is made just to kill merfolk. The Canelin Hook of Death. Good for you, Monet, playing along and putting random letters together to create a name. Do you, I, look, Monet is literally, I feel like a very, very proud D&D player when I see Monet play. I see, I look at Bob, I get very proud because of the mechanics. I look at Monet and I get proud because of the storytelling and the yeah. and the uh, quick thinking and how excited she is to put her flair on the flavor text. It's fucking incredible. A second figure steps up, shrouded in a charcoal gray cloak. A face cannot be seen. Insert Brennan doing a Scottish accent here. I was like, is this Shrek, William Wallace, Fat Bastard? Stay tuned to find out. (laughs) Not Fat Bastard. (laughs) Dark times make strange allies. The hood falls back. It's a woman with no iris or pupil in her eye. It's Morgan the Witch Hunter. She's the Inquisitor of the Glaring Sun, and she slays all day, literally. It is Morgan McMichaels because she is Scottish. I look there is that I don't think so but (laughs) but there is to me nothing more terrifying than religion Mm -hmm. and uh I love in in Brennan as well there's a huge theme that capitalism is the the enemy and religion is the enemy and I feel like I think that this like terror and and like like angelic white is very very cool i love that theme she knows that there is a witch in these lands she has come hunting this witch will find her she tells the boners to not kill her or destroy her as she has longed to find this witch soul to burn forever and ever balenciaga balenciaga honestly what do you think it would have been um do you think that line would have been as iconic with any other name no I love because uh, when you get a uh, bootleg Balenciaga from from Tokyo, um, there's one that says Balenglaka, um, and I find that I want I want that to be shouted when um, when I am eventually burned at the stake. 
Yeah, or your entrance line on Drag Race. Absolutely. Fallen Glaka! <laughs> Morgan has ash and soot-covered wings on her back. She takes flight around the tower as her eyes become a spotlight. Now, Twyla's going to ask about Druidcraft, which was on one of her cards. It reads, you instantly make a flower blossom, a seed pod open, or a leaf bud bloom. Now, since she has the seed of the all blossom, she can use it down in the underworld where she has the souls of her people. But Dungeon Master says she has to know the right time to do it as she only has one all blossom. And here we have Brandon once again be like, Jujube, no, 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 no. Don't fuck with the game. Don't eat the seed. (laughs) Don't, Don't eat it like a sunflower seed. Come on. Now, maybe Twilight just wants to be the queen of the underworld one day. I was like, that's a twist honestly it tracks though it's always the colorful friends that you yeah. got to watch out for they enter the tower of tombs so as they feel a sensation it's time for a constitution throw also bob says that she would love to go to a live dnz reading i don't know maybe there's an invite i would this is makes me so happy like the people who like just get it like there it, this game is not for everybody but um, it's very intimidating at first and the uh, playing it and playing it through and getting the emotional stakes is, is, is just so fun. So that made me very, very happy. We have a 24, a 26, a 21 and 18 incredible rolls today. They feel the wind moving indoors and realize as the wind shift, the halls of the tower are filled with raspy breaths of the goddess who lives at its center. The breath wants to drink their life away. They can resist and take no damage, but this is what Shalila talked about. The air is so corrosive to the life force of living beings. It's time to react. Um, Also, this is a triangular hallway. What the actual fuck? Triangular hallway. So hang on. Is triangular hallway like... There it's like no what you're ceiling. in right now. Uh, I'm there. <laughs> I'm, I'm currently, for anybody who doesn't see this, I mean, you'll see in the, the photo of the Instagram, I am currently in an attic in Maine. Um, and I said with a bunch of straight men. So honestly, it's kind of like the underworld. Yeah, yeah, very much. With most of the undead with Zarya's movement, they feel the presence of other figures inside, despite the tower feeling abandoned. Kerwin tells them that there is a throne room and suggests they split up and search for it. Will they go full scary movie, divide and conquer time? Well, Princess says to use the crystal ball. It's time to scry. I scry nightly because I'm single. Um, I, do you want, do you want a number for a therapist? <laughs> probably, probably. I, I have a list. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's use a crystal ball to look around. First, behold a vision of Gertie and her friends. She sees she has the ability to move the site throughout. She is looking for people, other uh, Shalila, so they can take out, question, and disable. The dungeon master rolls as he tells them there are death knights and other servants laid throughout. Now, she sees a rotten servant with a familiar green gherkin. It's Wallace, the undead twin. Guess who's back in the house? Bones Creek cracking about. Oh my God. Crick Kraken. Oh my God. I, you know what? The only Crick I know is uh, when my grandmother used to try and say Creek. I, listen, I am a lyricist. I actually won an award for lyric writing for my musical. I'm not going to say what foundation it was because that person's currently on trial in uh, England. Um, if you know, you know. I do not know, but I will be doing a furious google i'm gonna say he's a very famous actor well so so that's definitely something that you should be uh uh shouting on the rooftops of the award that you got 
Mm-hmm. All right. The role <laughs> endorsed in, by blank. Yeah. The roll up in their undead things to Wallace, the undead twink. He's pissed because they he just mobbed. He just mobbed this area. I would takes off her wraith class. Same with the others, but more like Sailor Moon. Um, are you a Sailor Moon fan? I have you okay. Uh, first of all, I this is gonna be very divisive. I'm not an anime person, but when I do watch it, I'm a dub not sub person. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and, and the English dub of Sailor Moon is like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, it is the worst thing in the world. So that's 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 there my take. I think it's I think it's very iconic. It's very influential. I love it uh, as a concept. I'm waiting for the live, um, live action. I well, uh, you, I wouldn't be mad at that. I think it would be good. I think that there should be yeah, like a live action, maybe produced by Marvel. I think Marvel would, make it, would do Sailor Moon justice. All right. Well, Wallace beholds their transformation and screams and runs. Troyan uses her net and throws it at him to restrain him. She rolls a 19 and Wallace is the catch of the day. They want to know where the queen of the underworld is. What kind of mood she's in? Does she need anything? So how does Wallace know (laughs) the ins and outs of this place? Well, according to Jujubee, when you die, you know everything. Imagine if that was true. I um, think knowing everything is an intimidating... No, I'm not going to get philosophical Listen, if if knowing everything is what happens when you die, that literally is a circle of hell because you will then live in regret. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... This is such a, this is so deep. Uh, you remember when I talked about, I, I don't just have a list of therapists. I need that list of therapists. So <laughs> maybe we don't open up this can of worms. <laughs> While they bicker on the bitches out front and who's after who, they question, they will ask Wallace, where is Sonara? Just so they know. He says that she's in her throne room. She can rearrange the castle as she feels. She's waiting for an audience with Zarya, who is an ancient necromancer who's been there many times with some other mortals for some business. Another hint drop. Wallace reveals that the throne room is down the hall, down to the main chamber at the colonnade where the door to the throne room is. She has prepared for some entertainment for herself. Now, Twilight's thinking a drag show. Uh, Could you imagine undead zombie drag? Like, uh, yeah, I can imagine. Just go to um, Pieces on a Monday Night for Drag Wars. Um, I was going to say, uh, how dare you? One of my very good friends that I convinced to uh, uh, move out to New York, just one Drag Wars, and it was when Chiquita was away. I think you're going to find Undead Drag on Dragula, where it That's is supposed true. to be horror. How That's dare true. you throw shade at New York City nightlife? Shame fun, on you. Listen, the fun about uh, Drag Wars is... We have so many amazing artists come out of it. It's the stepping stone. Yes. Okay, so I, my first experience with Drag Wars was when I was under uh, a different name uh, and doing drag in the city and was being uh, cr- crushed by that, uh, the, the reality that New York drag is amazing. I, this is when I first met Jasmine Kennedy for the first time. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker did a backhand spring, short ways of pieces. Pieces is like maybe, uh, I don't know, uh, two people wide, shoulder to shoulder. Um, and she did a back handspring short wise. Yeah, uh, I, I listen uh, in that, that bar. That's when I had um, met Miss Jasmine Kennedy as well and, and had to warn her a couple of times take your age off your Facebook. A hundred percent. Yes. 
I remember one of the very first times I went as a supporter of a friend, um, a very young, almost first time in drag queen named Nicole Anoscopy. Um, oh. She lost that night to Jasmine Kennedy and a very young, youthful Didi Fuego. Oh, my God. Nicole Anoscopy just won a Guinness Book of World Records. Did you see yes, this? Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Uh, 48 hours for a drag show. She sure did. Uh, good for her. Good cause. I could, you couldn't pay me all the money in the world. <laughs> yeah, she texted me. She's like, I really wish you could come to this. I said, I love drag. Not that much. <laughs> I'll be there for an hour. No, I couldn't go. Um, we and then you reviewed there, seven shows. Right? <laughs> we learned that there are three locks in the door and Thanara won't open it unless she's got business with you. So Wallace says that, the, that he has to go in and clean up. So he knows where the keys are. Better get the keys. The keys are in the following places. The pool of morning light, the pit of suffering, and the hall of fairy tapestry. Where would you have gone? Um, I would have... I mean, these are so clearly set up for them, right? I have been thinking about this so much. And maybe we'll get into the way that my brain has been racking because I do have that DM perspective of like, what did Brennan go into this and how did he plan this? The pool of whatever the fuck, I don't know. The pool of children's tears. Yeah, same thing. Um, uh, So (laughs) uh, clearly meant for for Troyan, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, the the fairy something or other the the, the whole of fairy know. tapestry uh, yeah house of yes uh, so that one is <laughs> um, clearly meant for Twyla so then you're like pit of suffering could be like could be uh, a princess it could be uh, but that does feel very like fairy bot like Gertrude. I'm just so my brain, my brain is racking because I'm just thinking two steps ahead. You just got to you got to say what happens next because they didn't keep going. Twyla will go to the Hall of Fairy Tapestry and Princess will go with her because she protects her. Tryan is going to the pool, obviously, and that means Gertie is going to the Pit of Suffering. Uh, I, too, know that place too well. Um, Have I mentioned I'm single? Ready to mingle, folks. Kerwin (laughs) will go with Tryan because the Pool of Morning Light is more his speed in the pit of suffering. Now, that was bit my first fucking red flag. I may be slow. <laughs> Period. Now, at this point, Carmen's just a go with the flow dude. He is not suggesting anything. He'll he'll be like option A, option B and let you go. This is the first time he said this is what I'm doing. But I I am just it was first red flag. I go, "Oh, interesting. Why is the pool of uh uh I don't Morning know. Light. Uh pre-cum not going to be, like why was that more of his speed? Like I don't I don't get it. And it was my bit first red flag to the events to come. Literally. I'm gonna say it, but honestly, this place was giving me Legends of the Heaven Temple vibes, like Shrine of the Silver Monkey with that three-piece fucking puzzle those dweebs couldn't figure out. That is a reference I am too young for, unfortunately. <laughs> Oh my God. Our I did not. Over, I'm about to die. Um, well, okay. Nice talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my God. They rebooted it. They made a movie. Um, Was it? Have you never, like, have you, have you never done a couple's costume as the contestants from the show? They have them online. Do you think my boyfriend is a couple's costume kind You're of right. guy? He's too. Now. 
he's hilariously too cool for everything. Um, so no, but I'm just like, okay, Legend of the Hidden Temple. You should have seen my reaction when I found out that was a game show. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. Anyways, I, I wanted was like, to be Legend on of Zelda, all those what? Nickelodeon. I wanted to be on all those Nickelodeon game shows so badly. Yeah. Global I mean, guts, guts. Come on, fun times. Global guts. The yeah, guts. Mm-hmm. No wonder you turned out gay. That doesn't yeah. sound appealing to anybody. <laughs> all right, Wallace will offer to go with Gertie, and they will go on the adventure. It's time to split up, as we will go one by one, starting with. The pool of morning light. It's so aquatic in there. Roy, Ann, and Kerwin arrive in the chamber where it fades from black stone to white. It's sort of a marble bathhouse. And we all know what happens in one of those. She's in her element. We do. And I, I was mainly picturing uh, my high school's pool when I was a diver mm. for a little bit. Uh, uh, I, I just, and there's nothing worse than this, the smell of chlorine mm. and and unhygienic uh, 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 teenage people. Yeah. yeah, I was a swimmer. I know that smell. Six o'clock in the morning. Uh, no. There are carved women, carved columns of robed women who hold up the seal in deep pools, and there is one that ripples from a central point that creates a shimmer of light. In that pool, she senses a metallic key at the bottom of the pool, but also senses it's similar to the water of the River of Sorrow. Wah, wah, not that again. Hashtag walk across it. No, no. Water walk that bitch. Water walk that fucking duck. A voice says you will not approach the sacred water in the pool of morning light dressed in that garb with dust of the outside world. Why everything? Why Why does everything got to talk? Ain't anything on you? Siri, shut these bitches up. Honestly, that's, that is truly the, the biggest danger of D&D is that you could talk some smack and you don't know if that lamppost over there is going to talk smack back. Anyway, it's time to go streaking. It's nudity. Nudity has entered the chat. Uh, birthday mermaid suit. Dungeons after dark. It really is. As Monet tries to figure out what to do with her, without her best duties, Brennan allows them to talk above the table. Obviously, we have seen this happen before, but can you explain what that means to talk above the table? Talk about the table. Okay, so so some people like it, some people don't. Um, uh, it is a. Uh, the, the biggest fear that people have when it comes to talking above the table, talking above the table being um, we're out of character. I am now, I, I about used my government name. I, Aja, oh my God, uh, would talk to Michael uh, instead of my character talking to your character. Gotcha. So that's, that's talking above the table. They call, some people who are anti-talking above the table are consider that to be metagaming. Uh, there are things that we know by like hearing other people's stories, even when they uh, like say that they split off from the group um, that allow us to what they call metagame and metagame is just knowing something uh, and applying that to your character's decisions when maybe they may not know that. So talking above the table is really helpful in beginner campaigns because it allows uh, you to kind of console and have a little bit more advice and maybe you're, friend remembers the time you casted a uh, water walk and then you proceed to forget that you have water walk so then they can right. like remind you so right. so it's very it's it I, I i was not opposed to it in this circumstance so there is no grab the key spell but she does have a seeking arrow will this do the trick well she will file the arrow to locate the key and then dive in to retrieve it we need a wisdom saving throw it's an eight the fish will go and die 
but also still a great plan. Seeking arrow, trying to find something and having it seek an object. That's pretty fucking awesome. As they say in Finding Nemo, just keep swimming. But Troy Ann sees the faces of all the people she's hunted for her mother. Kerwin leaps into the water, grabs her out. Kerwin will retrieve the key and Troy Ann is feeling down in the dumps. She now has the urge to reconcile with the spirits. We're going to leave this scene to be continued for now. Oh, again, red flag number two is the narration. Um, yeah, I, I, I actually, this is not where the red flag came up uh, the second time around. It was when everybody else got to finish their stories. We move to the pit of suffering where Gertrude and Wallace enter a chamber with a circular chasm that drops forever. There are cave spikes with water dropping soundlessly. It's an abyss in the pit of suffering. Wallace asks if the key is in there and it's time to use the crystal ball for an investigation check. It's a 10. Gertie knows the key must be down there, but is it all magic? We're going to get a charisma saving throw. This time we get a 21. So looking down, she hears a voice in her mind. What are you coming to wish for Gertrude? It's the voice of Thanara who knows she's lurking around. She knows they're there. She knows they're all there. Yeah. Like terrifying. This bitch can see people through memories you think they're not gonna? She's not gonna know that everybody else is here. It's true. Gertrude will communicate with Thanara by telling her it's not her time, and she wants her curse to be lifted. Thanara asks her, "Does she ever wonder who gave her the gift in the first place? It be Thanny herself." This is okay. Uh, uh, lovely, lo- lovely, lovely turn of events. Did we? Do we? Uh, this is where I was like, I, I, I thought we were gonna have a Darth Vader, I am your mother moment. Um, I was gonna say the same fucking thing. Do you? Were you really okay? Because I think because tieflings, okay, tieflings are part like uh, fiend or like demon or so, uh, and I uh, think that that's uh, would be a very interesting concept. Thanara, I'm your mother. Absolutely. Listen, if that happens next week, brrr, I don't know. It's I'm still up. Like she still, we did still don't know why. We still don't know what came of that. But if we called that, I would be very impressed with Listen, us. Listen, she's going to just chop off a hand. I, I for no reason. You're just like, no, chop. <laughs> okay, so. A light rises from the from the pit as Thanara's voice leaves. She then sees a face she's seen before in memory. It's the proud, more sexual himself, Roy of Karkin, Troyan's daddy. He got the key. And now Gertie do. Everyone's working together. Interesting. Interesting. Roy tells her to take care of her girl of his girl before disappearing back to the pit. And let's cut from there to be continued. Now it's time to venture over to the Hall of Fairy Tapestry. As Twilight and Prince's journey, they see a pouring waterfall in front of an archway. They look through and see a light and greens, something vibrant and alive. They're going to have to step through it. Twilight will turn into an umbrella so Miss Tutu and Scrunchie can hold it as they walk through. Now, I've got to ask like a, just a, 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 a question of this. Obviously, we know Twilight's like a little, 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 little tiny fairy. She doesn't have to stay that size when she turns into things, so she could turn into a giant tree if she wanted to. No, okay. So let me. Okay, I can literally in two seconds pull <laughs> up the wording to disguise self. This is where Kyle and I, Kyle, my boyfriend, uh, has uh, uh, 
were screaming at each other. Every time Jujubee's like, don't worry, I can turn into an airplane. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So disguise self, this is what it says, verbatim. Um, uh, oh, give me two seconds. Woods, Woods Wi-Fi, here we go. Okay, you turn your, uh, you make yourself, including your clothing, armor, weapons, and other belongings on your person, look different until the spell ends. <gasps> Wait a second. Look different until the spell ends or until, may, I might be having a realization here, or until you use your action to dismiss it. You seem one foot tall, uh, shorter or taller and can appear thin, fat, or in between. You can change your body type, so you can adopt the, uh, a form that has the ba- okay. Adopt a form that has the uh, the same basic arrangement of limbs. Otherwise, the extent of the illusion is up to you. Um, these changes wrought by the spell fail to hold up to physical inspection. For example, if you use the spell to add a hat to your outfit. Objects pass through the hat and anyone who touches it would feel nothing or would feel your head and hair. If you use the spell to appear thinner than you are, the hand of someone who reaches uh, out to touch you would bump uh, into you while it seemingly uh, is still in midair. So the idea of this um, and that she can turn into anything was essentially exacerbated by Brennan saying that you can turn into a puddle. So if somebody were to walk on said puddle, they would probably bump into her. And, um, but it was Brennan wanting to like have a, a good yes and moment. So this is me now. I can now you can probably imagine why Kyle and I were shouting at each other that she thinks that she can do whatever the hell she wants. But you know, it is what it is. So it's kind of like the genie in Aladdin, where like it's still the form of the genie. It just looks a little different. It just looks a little different. It's still it's still that. There's there's another spell called Alter Self that like will pass a uh, uh, physical inspection, but. This one is like a level two spell. It's not going to be all powerful. Okay, so the umbrella could could protect princess potentially, but due to their size difference, there could there could have been like she was holding on to Twyla's ankles, and then then Twyla was standing upright. But it would feel like ankles. Right. All right. Okay. There it is. There's there's a clarification. All right. We're gonna have a perception check because you gotta check your perception before you come for me. And we get a 21 and a 12. So princess hears voices as she steps through saying, Princess, 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 I'm so glad to see you. They can't see anyone in the room, but they do see massive green tapestries, forests, fields, meadows, babbling streams. There's an embroidery of a unicorn sipping at an ancient pool. There are rocks covered in stones. And I was like, sir, sir, that doesn't make sense um and birds of many flying colors i i was like a rock and a stone are basically the same thing so it's a rock on a rock yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. He, he made a little flub it's okay in the center of a chamber in front of a tapestry there is a polished wood table with a golden key this seems too easy Mm-mm. now juju being juju she suggests that princess grab the key give it to her then she will be invisible because she can now be invisible be invisible items then she can give princess a piggyback ride and then darts her head to brennan and like right comedy moment 
comedy moment. Okay. Brandon was like, oh, I can't believe we have to do this right now. I love the idea that functionality, like and whenever Jujubee gets something new or just wants to use one of her abilities, she will just try and explore the logic of the game instead of actually being like, well, what does this get you in the long run? Because you get the key, then you turn invisible. Then what? <laughs> like, like there's, it's like, okay, great. You got to use your invisibility for the day. So awesome. You, you've used it up. It's so funny. It's so funny to me. Now as the, the writer and a dramaturg, it's very important for me to have consistency in a world, rules of the world, it all has to work. Absolutely. If Juju B wrote this one on her own, I would be giving her the worst review in the world because nothing made sense. Uh, but that's the thing, though, is that it would be a fever dream unlike any other. That's true. Kind of like Drag Race Italia season one. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, that was a fever dream. All right. Okay. So Brennan needs a DC 20 strength check to see if she can lift Princess. Let's find out. She will roll her strength modifier, which is a plus one. Now, Jujube is like, why would you do that? And her friends are like, you chose to be a four foot 11 fairy. She don't yeah. remember when she didn't choose anything. Magic only goes so far. Well, she doesn't remember the session before this. Do you think she's going to remember four sessions earlier yeah. when she was talking to Brennan about what character she wanted? The role is 15 for a 16. She gets low and well, no, it's not going to work. Now they're going to hear a voice say Twyla. She looks up and the tapestry has green moving in the shape of a bell. The threads reweave as the magic of the tapestry comes to life. The curves of a robe opens as a face appears. It is that of Queen Titania, the sovereign of the fairy courts who loses it on the plant's floor. She is bound and captured within the tapestry with her rich gold tears. Queen T? No, no, we're going to call her Cutie. Yep. That's, that's the one. That. That's, that, that's, that is. Cutie will ask if she dreams or is she alive? And Jujubee is like, what? Bitch, you are alive. Are you allowed to tell her? Uh, yeah, she's there to save her people. QT says that there is a charm on the key that hopefully she can resist it. Lifting it will charm her to not lift a finger against the queen of the underworld. She tells her that when Arcadia and their people fell, Zarya Hex brought her there as a gift for the queen of the underworld. She tells her that there is a seed of the all blossom that escaped and says there may be hope for it. And Twilight's like, what we do with it when you find it? It's me. Hope you plan it. Don't need the seed. Yeah, no, 100%. But I like the idea. Like, I like that she is playing careful here. Like, that she said, uh, it, when we find said seed, uh, I'm not going to give my cards away. I'm not going to tell you. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you after you've told me not to lie to you. Um, and, and um, yeah, she's playing careful. I think that's a really smart move here. Where did she plant it? Well, as long as the Nara is living, nothing will grow in the underworld. But Twyla is like, but there be light. And she is told it's because of the spirits of the waterfall. Titania says that the spirits are guarding the tapestry. And Twyla's like, I can summon a beast. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, 100%. I think that, I think that that's, that, that wasn't, I, look, Jujubee has these moments. That, that's what makes her playing this such a, an emotional roller coaster is that she will be the most clueless person and then she'll actually come up with a good idea and it's like a, not just a good idea like a really good idea um and 
then you're like, oh my God, I'm like, uh, you, maybe you do know how to play. And then two seconds later, she's like, I turn into an airplane. Wyla snatches her snatchel, puts in a piece of candy because she's hungry, and summons a beast. The vines move throughout the space and in the tapestry. Her fairy magic blossom and cat tree is back. Buddy Bear. The cat walks up to the table, knocks off the key as the spell breaks, and Twilight gets the key. The clever workaround worked. I love it. I still don't understand why a cat's named Bear, but it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, I Look, of all of the, the realism that is being gone for in exploring the underworld and a fantasy world, you're worried that a cat tree is named Bear. <laughs> yeah, crazy, right? QT tells her that she is safe for now, but if Twilight can gather a boon from the goddess of the underworld, she may be released, but Twilight should leave this place. She is a brave soldier. The bravery of fairy has never vanished. It lives in you. QT asks Princess if she is a spirit of the waterfall, as she looks just like them. Oh, does she now? Their families have been together this whole time. Oh my god. I, I think I was crying. I think this is the moment where I started crying. In the reflection of the waterfall, they see the family of Princess. It's her father and mother and brother and sister. Roncaria Fohammer is the queen of the Fohammers. Category is Orc Eleganza, or I ask, is is Roncaria a stop in the L-I-R-R? Um, uh, yes, absolutely. Thought so. Come on, Sounds Ronca, so close. <laughs> also, Alaska, grunt responses. Hilarious. Delirium, full throttle. No work for the royalty. Uh, yeah, her parents did not want her to work. Uh, they go, but you didn't take up a job, did you? I feel I like that was my life. Like, honestly, I feel like that's every conversation with a, uh, uh, a a kid that has some sort of inheritance or some sort of trust fund. Like, yeah. but no, 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 no. Do not labor yourself, please. The faux hammers tell Twyla that they wanted to do something good in the underworld, and that is why they are protecting QT. Mama Fifi Fohammer asks if they've met any of their companions. And Twilight tells them that they met this woman named Troy Ann and a lonely woman. Well, uh, she forgets her name. She forgot Gertrude's name. She forgot Gertrude's name. But she calls her Ger. And once again, we forgot about Uncle Kerwin. Poor guy. I'm starting to relate yeah. to him. Everyone forgot about me. And Princess tells her mommy that Zarya Hex is responsible for their deaths. And they say... That's not possible, as Zarya Hex was in the Fey Realm when they were massacred. And I was like, okay, what? Who told mm-hmm. her was Zarya? Well, it was assumed because of Uncle Kerwin. And oh, snap, is it a double agent? Because they said he didn't die. Oh, my God. I was like, okay, mic drop. What is happening here? And this is when I was like, okay, Brennan, did you have this planned? Did Uncle Carwin from day one, was he always going to be this double agent? I, if I had to guess, I think it was. I think okay. it was all, I think he, uh, Brennan improvises a lot of like filler details and like reacts to uh, new ideas presented by, by players. So like they're, you know, one day they say like, when Jujubee comes in and says, I, uh, I thought I could be invisible. Then I think Brennan reacted. And then that's when the idea came. And I was like, I will give her a ring of invisibility at one mm-hmm. point. I think, I think from the beginning, Brennan duped us. Yeah. yeah he did. But on, 
I, I feel like I, I would love Brennan to be in charge of the uh, the drag race twists because the drag race twists are no longer twists, right? They're just like, if there's always a twist, is there really a twist? Correct. You, that, if, you, if there's always a twist, don't watch Big Brother because there's always a twist every season and we're getting into season 25. Oh my God. Expect the unexpected. But for now, we got three keys. Let's go to the pool. Troyan is nude um, with now, as we learned, a scary stranger. She sees Kerwin's clothes that includes a wraith clasp. He's alive! Plot hole. He took off the wraith, the wraith clasps to Correct. dive in the pool, Correct. and she didn't notice then. Correct. Correct. I look, I look, I love uh, this game has been very, very fun. And it's like, there's, it's very hard to like keep your plot holes intact when the game is moving very, very quickly. But that's a, that's a pretty, that's a so the save would have been that she noticed it on his body still. Uh, Potentially. I mean, like, I don't, I don't really know how to have gone it. But then, then again, she was also suffering from her wisdom saving throw. We have Maybe a perception check with advantage, and it's a 22. She sees the race class and something poking out of a jacket, a book of sorts. Troyan will take it and open it. It's a book of matches that the smell of cedar. Mm. It was Uncle Kerwin, insurance fraud for real. Troyan hears chain on the ground, and well, 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 is cousin Kiki, bitch. Kina uh, and Kerwin are in cahoots. Didn't I love coming. I think it's i think it's so fucked up but we also don't we still don't know much about kina we still don't know much about morgan and um i i still think i think this whole thing is is just it's still very very like it's it's one thing to not know all your villains due to like time or whatever or Mm -hmm. like exploration but goddamn it's pretty threatening as hell when um, um, a merfolk has a mulfer killing weapon. Kerwin gets out with the key. He looks at Keenan and says, Hello. Troyan is now with the fucked uncle and fucked cousin. Cousin Kiki is jealous of Troyan's legs. Uh, that's apparently the narrative here. Um, Kerwin apologizes to Troyan for the deception, but says that when he made a deal to wield the power of death, if he put every last foe hammer but he before him, he didn't get his hands on Princess Fastenough. And we learn that she's all her princess. Everyone's princess here. Troyan steps back slowly, but will risk her life for her friend. She reaches back to her longbow. It's two on one. All right. So we're going to get an in, uh, initiative roll. It's a 10 plus five. So 15. She's going to act first. Her plan with two of them against her. She wants to at least stun them so she can escape and tell her friends. We're going to have a perception check, 10 plus 7 for 17. There is only one doorway. The room is fast, in fact, filled with water and being pumped from all over. Troyan wants to use two spells here. Um, prestidigate, prestidigate, but she can't say it. I can't say it. And that's the moral of the game. No one can say I, I, I love, I, I want just an audio book of all of the different ways that you would try and say prestidigitation. That. Yeah, that word. Yes. Um, terrible. Okay. She's going to Katara this shit and all the water that's pumping in the room and freeze in the room. And then she's going to use the gust of wind spell to pummel at that bad relative um, to stun them. Uh, I I am um, I, I'm not an Avatar fan. Okay. I have two things to say. Uh, uh, first one. 
Understandable. First one is for someone who said they didn't stretch, she sure is doing a hell of a lot of reaching. <laughs> there, there is a, a lot. Like I, this is probably one I wouldn't have let fly. I would have like looked at her and been like, "Look at, look at your kit. Look at what you got. Look at what you can do." These are that is two cantrips, two spells that do not cost you anything, and you're asking for a, a you're asking for a lot. You don't like Avatar? I just it, I was too old for it. It was not my thing. But um, I will you say that I just found out. This boy that I have a little crush on um, is a big fan of um, Katara, so maybe I should look into it. I think you should do. Uh, I think you should convince yourself that it's for the boy, and then you become a lifelong fan. All right. So uh, you know what? For that, I can do it. I can definitely anything for a boy. Oh, uh, anything. Change your entire personality <laughs> for the boy. For your for a boy is the lesson here. Okay, so um, it's a leap of faith to try to get the key and find some way out. We have our acrobatics roll. She must beat a 15. She will stun them and get the key. If she gets under a 15 but beats a 10, she'll get the key, but Kerman will get to attack her. The roll is 11. Not good. Not good enough. I mean, it it does something, though. I mean, Mm -hmm. at least it's not nothing. Now we have to have the box of doom roll. It's got to be an 8 or lower, and bitch, it's a 17. She's about to get fucked up. Is it game over? Kina flies back from the ice, but the same rage from Princess's eyes are in Kerwin's eyes. Trying gets the key, but also gets 28 points of damage. She has 21 left. She is not dead yet. She can dance and she can sing. Oh my God. It is truly, truly terrifying that somebody can do that amount of damage. Tryan is about to be Shashimi with that sword slice. Yeah, exactly. Tryon will get her clothes because she don't want to be naked uh, the rest of this game. So um, she's going to get her clothes and dive deep into the aqueduct. Yeah. Wallace and Gertie head to the Hall of Fairy Tapestry because their plot line is finished, where they're going to hear a commotion as they all see uh, red blood come through the water. Obviously, that's a bad sign because there's probably not actual blood in the underworld. Well... Now there is. Now there is. Due to the open wound of Troyan. <laughs> In one of the fountain drops Troyan and she tells them she was attacked. Twyla will heal her wounds with some magical hand motion. Uh, it was not voguing, but I wish it was. I, that was, it truly, uh, there is a thing called somatic components, which is you have to make some sort of gesture. And honestly, I would love a ballroom themed spellcaster mm-hmm. where every bit of their somatic components was a fucking, yes, a hundred percent. Well, oh my gosh, pe- people, you wish that this podcast was recorded. I just saw Michael pull out some moves that I got some only, I can do it. A hundred percent. Twyla is going to use her lower level spell and roll using a D8 plus four in each roll to help Troyan. First, we have six hit points, second, 11. And finally, it didn't count because it fell out of the box, so she's going to roll again. It's a seven. Troyan is at 44 hit points. Um, Jujubee, really just saying how the game's going to be played at this point. I th- I think so, but I... I, I, I there's is it canon if that make- it falls out of the box that it doesn't count? Did you, did you start here, Brennan, give her, immediately give her shit for it like it was like okay i'll let it happen this time he's just so nice maybe too nice for his own good you gotta fight against these drag queens push back come on 
Now, as they are reunited, the voices of the family are feeling betrayal as Troyan tells Princess and the Faux Hammers that Uncle Kerwin did this to her. Troyan tells her about Kiki and Kerwin and their cahooting. He's on their way. Now, with all three keys, what happened next? Twyla will offer to hide the keys and go herself, but of course, Gertrude, the voice of reason says, they'll all go. Duh. Duh. Wallace says they're all in this together because he likely was an extra in High School Musical in his past life. Um, invite him to game night, too. Do you know what High School Musical is? What is High School Musical? Uh, High School Musical is a lovely trilogy. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. I did. I did. It came, the first one came out on my birthday, and I remember it very well because I watched it on a bus from uh, Boston to New York. Fucking on incredible. An iPod. Uh, absolutely as you should i you want to know how you want to know how gay i am yes i was in high school musical twice and both times i played ryan that makes sense that makes sense it it tracks it tracks right i the first time i was like i'll play anybody the second time around i was like maybe maybe i'll play the basketball maybe i'll you know I'll try and go for Troy. They go, do you, do you mind if you play Ryan again? And I'm like, I guess not. I thought you were actually going to play the basketball. I was like, are you pulling a Twyla here? I, you know what? I may, I may have uh, known how to navigate a couple balls in my life. There it is. All right. Okay. They rush out toward the chamber outside the throne room. They see three magical locks. Um, Gertrude's got her thing and doesn't even think about it. Um, she puts it in the middle one and it seems to work. So much for the drama of making them have a challenge before opening the locks. Um, I, but good I think for Bob. Cha- just like just force to- Brennan's hand of chaos before he can even speak. Absolutely. It just puts the key in and it just immediately starts shaking. I love that Bob really committed and was shaking the entire time. Yes. It was so good. Now, Twyla is short, so she is going to fly up to the top and puts it in. Sounds like a night at a club in BK. Mm-hmm. Imagine if any of these fairies had fairy wings. Troy Ann is two weeks, so Princess has to use the last key to open the door. The door opens. A platform of stone floats over endless void, crystal glowing with indigo light. They hear a voice from the emptiness beyond. They feel the breath of the underworld. Gertrude will tell her friends that the Nara knows her intimately and wants her curse and will ask for a lot. Thanks. Seems important. The Nara also says, disturbing the peace of me, an endless deity of unlimited power. That's also my line when a bitch tries to wake me up before noon. Uh -uh Uh-uh-uh. I need my cup of tea and or you're going to feel my wrath. 100%. She summons them forward and we are in total Wizard of Oz mode. Um, If that is the case, does that make Wallace Toto? I think so. I think it's, it's only right. Gertrude rushes forward and gets loud and says, you know why I'm here. The rest descend over. Twyla looks adorable and says, hi, it's Twyla. Um, and then Thanara, the gorgeous, who slays in her artwork, um, still convinces Sasha Colby. But Bob is like, no, you're just describing RuPaul. A hundred percent. I like it, it's so, I think, you know what? I think the... Uh, cold heartedness is a little bit more reminiscent of the um, uh, the pile of dust that is RuPaul now. Yeah. Thanara is petting the head of a scorpion tar, and it is exactly what you think. And this will be played by The Rock in the movie. 
what the it's there the sexual tension between Sanara and this scorpion man is it was a lot was definitely a lot lot. um you could tell that they were getting in getting toward the end of the evening and 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 like what if the bottom half is scorpion is it are we are we is it like stinger play that seems dangerous i think you know Mm -hmm. oh my gosh yeah yeah all right thanara says to them they've come a long way just to die as they could have easily just gone faster if they were a little more careless in the above world but they chose to come by foot why do they come there well twyla says she has come there to ask her to restore the dead of life the dead of her fey people to bring light back into the world Troyan and her accent is back they have come there because she is daughter of roy of cardigan aka the biggest taylor swift fan um, who she took his soul to free him of the souls he took. She's the daughter of the mother, Queen Inara. She tells her that she gave her seven souls a season to save her people, but it was all a lie. She is there to know the truth. You know when Monet is starting to forget names that it's it's wrap-up time. I yeah, I think this is this is where we're all right. We're on we're on the downswing as far as how much we can handle. Gertrude says she is there to have her curse released as she knows it was her who puts the curse on her. Gertie's butt is clenched that she could snap a coconut in half. And I was like, Gertie, you want this to be released right now because the Nara's not getting it. Yeah, no, 100%. And Princess just wants to bring her family back to life. So there are our brain, heart, uh, courage. 100%. Thanara, who really now is taking on the role of RuPaul, says that she has good news and bad news. The good news, she's feeling generous today. She normally likes the number three but for boons, but today she's granting four. But she says that she sees eight mortals. Kina, Kerwin, Zarya, Hex, and Morgan of the Glaring Sun walk out from behind. She has not granted theirs and has no intention of granting our questers, at least not before the show. Okay, I got asked. I know that this Thanara lady can just like make magical things happen. Did they get there? How did they get there? Um, I mean, they ha- how did they get in the underworld or how did they get? In no, the how do they get to behind her? Well, because they, they, uh, uh, the Monet went, sorry, uh, uh Troyan went to the aqueducts, joined the other girls. They went to the middle room and I guess, I don't know. She did say that she did say that Thanara can change the castle to her That's will. What I, okay, so, so there, there, there's our plot hole. Probably we'll, we'll, that. We'll, we'll make it work. All right. Is it going to be a fight to the death? Entertain me, bitches. The time has come. Let's get to work, ladies. The enemies roll forward. They will roll initiative, and we're not going to find out the results. That is the end of this episode. What a cliffhanger. What a cliffhanger. Um, Brennan, oh, my really? gosh. Brennan just really loves those chunky heels and lets those toes be exposed. Hashtag cliffhanger, hashtag drag race. Uh-huh, absolutely. I love Bob calling out uh, Monet. It's like, not a, not an original joke in sight. <laughs> no, 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 no. Also, cliffhangers, drag queens, don't wear them. Don't do it, please. Save us all. No, 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 no. I mean, just I, you, there's enough shoes where it doesn't have to be open-toed. Now... Before we get to our final part of this podcast, I we, we I do want to ask one thing about what we yeah. were teased for next week. We are going to see a brand new expanse of the board, and that's so fucking cool. And in that, we're going to see a, some little characters. 
I yeah. just want to know like the more behind the scenes of how the show works. Did the Queens have to tell the show what they were thinking? And then they told the artist who then made the little trinkets. And that's how, what is the timeline here? Cause I thought that the I'm, characters would come last. Um, well, so, okay. So the, uh, there is a whole element of D&D. So we actually have discussed theater of the mind. So theater mm-hmm. of the mind is when there are no vis- visual representation. Every All of the combats up until this point have been theater of the mind. I love that they have um, the final battle. Maybe th- this final battle had to have been planned by Brennan. Had to have. Like, right, this is like okay, this is all going to be penultimate. Like, it's going to be only four wishes are going to be given out. Like, they're going to be fighting these people. This is what the 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 encounter is going to look like. And so, honestly, as early as whenever he thought about that, they can start making the set. But then, yeah, you're right. Like, they do get to choose what their characters are like and what they look like. And they have a really great team that puts that together and 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 makes those minis or paints those minis and and all that Time kind to get of stuff. get a 3D printer. Uh but there is there is I bet you they do have a 3D printer because there is a uh uh website online called Hero Forge where you get to like make your own minis and either order them from somebody who prints them off or you can get the file for it. Amazing. Very cool. All right. So, friends, as you know, over the course of the episodes, Aja will be helping me build a character that I will use in a campaign in the future. Now, at this point, we have determined my character will be of Kalistar Race, who is an aberrant mind sorcerer. Yeah, I love this character in this direction. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of Doctor Who inspiration from this, and I love that you're you're taking what you know and applying it um, today. We're going to kind of fill in a couple blanks uh, uh, as far as um, to just kind of round out your character a little bit. Um, We're going to start with the base ability scores. So I told you about skills. Those skills are uh, have an ability score that um, that are they're all derived from. There are six main ability scores, strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, charisma. To just briefly overview, strength is how strong you are. Dexterity is how quick and nimble you are. Constitution is your uh, how hardy you are and your ability to withstand the elements. Um, intelligence is how smart you are. Wisdom is is instinct. Uh, charisma is is social uh, skills. I have done the liberty of doing we uh, in my in, in the campaign that we will be uh, porting this into the one shot. Um, we will be doing rolled stats. What this does is it sometimes you get you get some really fun extremes here. Uh, sometimes you roll really poorly, and then you put that in intelligence, and then you have to figure out how to how to play a really not smart character, and it's very very fun. So I really like rolled stats. So I went ahead and I rolled six numbers for you. All right. And um, those numbers are 17, which is very good. 16, 15, 13, 11, and 13 again. Now, these numbers, this is a really good array. Your lowest number is 11, which is a plus zero on your modifier which is fucking incredible there are people with negatives on their modifier and that's if you're below a 10 so very very awesome stuff 
Um, now, you played a sorcerer. So the, I am going to, just for the sake of uh, uh, making sure that your character can do exactly what you want to do, um, tell you, charisma is your primary ability score as a sorcerer we're gonna put that 17 with your charisma all right okay this makes your spells more powerful but it also means in tandem with you're gonna be a very good smooth talker you're gonna be able to be very good at lying if you'd like to very good at persuading intimidating uh and it's gonna be really you're really really good at those one-liners you're nothing without them and so um, the next one is your 16. We're going to put that in constitution. Now it's okay. a little, it seems a little bit counterintuitive until you realize that in this game, um, constitution is also your ability to maintain concentration on certain spells. So say like, I'm going to charm this enemy and they're now going to be my friend. You don't just get to throw up the charm and then forget about it and then go about your daily life. You, as a player, as the the character, has they have to think about the spell constantly. This is represented through a mechanic called concentration. And so if somebody were to deal damage to you while you are concentrating on a spell, you would have to make a concentration check. This is based off of your constitution modifier. That should be your next highest. So you have the ability to like to keep those spells going longer. Uh, and it also means you'll get a little, you won't have as low of hit points uh, uh, as you normally would have as a sorcerer, okay? So your 17 is charisma, 16 is constitution. That means I like to like work from both ends of the spectrum here. So now we've done your best score. Let's go to that 11. What do you think is your character is worse at um, right. or the worst at? G- give me my four options. I think I know where I'm going to go, but I just want to confirm my brain is going to go there. 100%. It's uh, you are uh, uh, either your strength, your dexterity, how nimble or quick you are, your intelligence, or your wisdom, which is your your instincts. I think we all know it has to be strength. Strength, absolutely. So your yeah. 11 is going to be strength. You'll get a plus zero on any sort of strength checks. Um, and then let's start going to, let's go back to that 15. So what do you think would be, you'd be fairly good at uh, being dexterous, intelligent, or being wise? I think it has to be the wisdom. I think that's very good. Wisdom is the most common saving throw you have to make in uh, order to resist a spell. I think that that would be very, very helpful as well. This also helps with your insight, your ability to like pick up on on other people's uh, like whether they're lying or you know just you know their general vibe, um, as well as your survival and and your ability to kind of like navigate uh, the world without prior knowledge to it. Um, and then you have two 13s. That's really easy. One's going to go to dexterity. One's going to go to intelligence. We And there we have your ability scores. Amazing. Now we have to kind of to round out what we call your proficiencies. So you have those four base ability scores and then you get to be proficient in things. As a sorcerer, 
you are not proficient in, in wearing any sort of armor, but you do get proficiency in daggers, darts, slings, quarterstaffs, or in light crossbows. This doesn't mean you get them immediately, but it means that you know how to use them if you come across I've them. I've okay? dabbled in them. You've dabbled in a dagger or two. Uh, and so then also you get proficiency in your constitution and charisma saving throws. Uh, and then automatically, just by picking a sorcerer, you uh, get to choose two uh, skills to be proficient in. Um, so two of the following. Arcana, which is your knowledge of magic. Deception, your ability to lie. Insight, being able to read people instinctually. Intimidation, your ability to intimidate, clearly. Persuasion, to win somebody over. And religion, your knowledge of religion. So you get to pick two. Let me have deception and insight. Deception and insight. Really amazing ones that go well together. If you're going to be a liar, you want to know when people are lying to you as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's a really, really good one. Um, now, uh, um, I kind of really want to start getting into the meat and potatoes of this character. Um, we're going to pick a background. Uh, okay. And this is all, this is net, we're, we're leaving the mechanics. We'll actually come back to spells on this last episode. Uh, uh, and we're going to just start talking about the story of your character. Um, your character can be anything from an acolyte, an athlete, a charlatan. Uh, uh, either a city watcher, an investigator, a cloistered scholar, uh, a criminal, an entertainer, far traveler, a folk hero, gladiator, um, a hermit, and uh, a knight. Uh, there's going to be a high like theme of knights mm -hmm. in the the game that I will be we will be playing together with. But maybe you're talking about also your background before that. You could be a noble an outlander, a pirate, a sage, a sailor, soldier, spy. What kind of stands out to you here? Hmm. Well, I know that I, I had said that um, the sorcerer was very wise and was at uh, his, the peak of his um, life until, you know, other things happened, the evil. Um. So I, I don't I don't I don't think he's very much in the world of a knight or that kind of world. Yeah. Um, something appealing about a spy sounds fun, but I don't know how um, dastardly that is. I think that's pretty um, good. I mean, a spy you get uh, advantage uh, or you get uh, um, proficiency and stealth. So then you'd also be able to kind of like sneak around if you'd want to. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of like a spellcasting spy. spy. Sounds fun. I think that's a lot of fun. There could I be also good spies. Think, there could also be, yeah, absolutely. They could be good spies. I also really love the idea of like everybody. I think a lot of people play spies as like assassins, but they don't really talk about like the spy that's like in it with everybody. Like the one yeah. that actually has to like act and perform and like integrate themselves and have to be charismatic. I think that could be a really fun okay. I, way I... And maybe, maybe he has his own version of a TARDIS where he can spy on people. I think so too. So now you get uh, proficiency in stealth and one other skill. Um, 
I'm just going to kind of list a bunch. Acrobatics, we talked about that. Animal handling, arcana, knowledge, which is knowledge of magic, athletics, history, intimidation, investigation, medicine, nature, perception, performance, persuasion, religion, sleight of hand, survival. Any of these standing out or any of them um, not, like we want a little more clarification. I, I think, let, let me hear a little bit about the history because that sounds interesting. History is an intelligence-based uh, uh, stat that will really become uh, beneficial in uh, uh, understanding the world around you. So like it's everything from politics to uh, local gossip or uh, uh, like historical figureheads. Um, you essentially have a bonus to, to uh, making a history check and recalling said information that your character might know. So my, my first thought was persuasion, but then I was like, I have deception and insight already. Do I need to add to it? So maybe having a little bit of history, because I love gossip. Maybe I, maybe history is what it is. History would be, I think, a really, really great thing. And you, like this game is very much re rewards a like well-rounded uh, um character build so when you end up having to uh so when you end up making a character that can really only do one thing then you know then you're like sitting around waiting for that thing to actually happen and you're like well i'm not really getting a lot of chances to talk to people but there may be even more chances if you uh can help the group by recalling information and, and, about and history listen, i i know my history i've gone on my um a lot I, yeah, I absolutely. Know the history of this realm. Well, we know. Well, we know. Uh, Michael has a proficiency in history, so so sure I think it do. only makes sense. Absolutely. Sure so do. then, um, for fun as well, you've seen how uh, certain uh, inventory items can actually play really, really fun role playing uh, or, or like story mm -hmm. moments and story beats. So you get to choose a gaming set. Uh, you get to choose a dice set, a dragon chess set, a playing card set. Or a three dragon ante set. Ooh, what is that? I have literally no idea. We could oh. figure that shit out on as it, as it goes. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I like the idea. You could make something up as far as a three dragon ante. You know what? If we're gonna play, let's play three dragon ante. Let's it fucking. Is. Let's fucking make up a game. I love that. Okay. Um, then what's really awesome about being a spy is that you get uh, the background feature called criminal contact. You have a reliable and trustworthy contact who acts as your liaison to a network of other criminals. You know how to get messages to and from your contact, even over great distances. Specifically, you know the local messengers, corrupt caravan masters, and seedy sailors who can deliver messages messages for you so this is just a little benefit of your character and i have two brains this works perfectly i think this is fucking great now i want to start getting into like figuring out who your character is we're going to start picking some personality traits um where uh really really fun stuff P uh personality traits ideals bonds and flaws and then we'll we'll wrap up for today uh this essentially will help you understand what morals do your character does your character have how do you stay within character you are a, you are a man of the theater so you you are, are 
well versed in the idea of like fleshing out a character. This just helps speed up that process and help spark some inspiration. So a couple personality traits, you get to choose two. Um, let me know if anything stands out, I'll speed through them for you. I always have a plan for what to do when things go wrong. That's number one. Number two, I am always calm no matter what the situation. I never raise my voice or let my emotions control me. Three, the first thing I do in a new place is note the locations of everything valuable or where such things could be hidden. Number four, I would rather make a new friend than a new enemy. Five, I am incredibly slow to trust. Those who seem the fairest uh, often have the most to hide. Number six, uh, I don't pay attention to the risks in a situation. Never tell me the odds. Sounds like a, a, a fucking um, Han Solo to C-3PO. Mm -hmm. um, seven, the best way to get me to do something is to tell me I can't do it. Eight, I blow up at the slightest insult. Any of those standing out for the character you had in mind? I think I always have a plan. Okay. I think I, I always love that. look around and note a place and everything around it. Uh, something valuable, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could choose. And did any of them all stand out? Two is two helps build think, the character. I think the second one you gave me always um, calm, no matter yeah. what the situation. I love that. I love the idea because, like, it's almost like your two brains also function as like an actual conscience, like not yeah. just like you talking yourself through things, like you talking to another personality through things. The I think that'd be really angel, cool. Always present, just in the mind. I fucking love it. Okay, so. So then we're going to start talking about ideals. Now, this is like truly your like moral code. Honor. I don't steal from others in the trade. Freedom. Chains are meant to be broken as are most, uh, as are those who would forge them. Charity. I steal from the wealthy so that I can help people in need. Greed. I will do whatever it takes to become wealthy. People. I'm loyal to my friends, not to any ideals, and everyone else can take a trip down the sticks for all I care. Uh, redemption. There's a spark of good in everyone. Okay. We're going to start from the bottom to the top. We're going to, uh, redemption is there. I think redemption's, we're looking for yeah. the redemption on all stars. Uh, this is where we're definitely going to have it. Um, I'm very loyal, so I think people is going to be in there. But here's where we're going to have um, our little curveball. It's greed. Greed. There's a little yeah. bit. Interesting. So there may be, maybe, I love the idea. How do you think that greed plus redemption manifests? There's a spark of good in everybody, but mm -hmm. I will do whatever it takes to become wealthy. Do you think that's yeah. like a point of internal conflict? Or do you oh, think absolutely. A, we have to have a, some character arc journey? I fucking love it. Okay, so then let's talk about your bonds, the things you're attached to. Um, I'm Thanks. I'm trying. Uh, well, look, <laughs> we could add that if you'd like. I'm trying to pay off an old debt I owe to a generous benefactor. My ill-gotten gains go to support my family. Something important was taken uh, taken from me, and I aim to steal it back. I will become the greatest thief that ever lived. I'm guilty of a terrible crime. I hope I can redeem myself for it. Someone I loved 
died because of a mistake I made. That will never happen again. How many do I pick? Um, I would say let's do it. We're in a one shot. Let's pick one here. We're going to do someone I love died. Oh, interesting. We start to. So this helps also flesh out like, what do you think your backstory is going to be? Like when we take a break from this podcast mm-hmm. and, and it's between uh, recording mine and, 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 and ending this one, you're going to figure out what kind of like led your character up to here. Now let's end with your flaws. You can't have a character without flaws. You're already starting to think about that conflict. So maybe that'll help you here. Let's pick, uh, uh, let's pick one to two. When I see something valuable, I can't think about anything but how to steal it. When faced with a choice between money and my friends, I usually choose money. If there's a plan, I'll forget it. If I don't forget it, I'll ignore it. I have have a tell that reveals when I'm lying. I turn tail and run when things look bad. An innocent person is in prison for a crime that I committed, and I'm okay with it. One um, to two. We'll do. We'll do two. We're gonna go with run when things go bad. Okay. And because of that, an innocent person is in prison. Oh, I love that they tie into each other. So it's a personal flaw that has fucked you over in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I I love all of this. So, uh, to I mean, to recap, you always have a plan for what to do when things go wrong. The first thing I do in a place is note the locations of thing, everything valuable, aware they could be hidden. You are always calm, no matter what the situation. You never raise your voice or let your emotions control you. Uh, you're, you have ide- uh, ideals of redemption, people, and greed. Your bonds are that somebody died because of a mistake you made. And that will never happen again. And your flaws are you turn tail and run when things look bad. An innocent person is in uh, prison for a crime that you committed and you're okay with that. I love the idea that someone is calm but still knows how to get themselves out of a situation. Like it almost makes me think that it's a calculated decision that Mm -hmm. you're like that it you maybe you start to your your greed starts to trump your people ideal where you're like this is this is just objectively no longer safe and i will protect myself over anyone else but there's that internal conflict there that like when you're not in that uh in the heat and pressure of everything you may have the ideals of 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 keeping the people close to you safe and protecting them but when things turn south man that 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 can fuck things over. I love this Money. character. You start. Um, how do you feel? What do you what do you think? What, what do you this think is about fine. these mechanics? I, I, I think this is going to be a really fun character, and I think it's it's a it very much is in line of where my mind would want to play because I'm not, I don't like violence. Blood is icky. This is fine. Let me do the work from behind the scenes, and y'all do the work for me. I'm here for it. I, 
I fucking love it. So, so um, you've got some homework before next time. I homework. told you we're gonna do some. We're gonna do some spells. I sent you a list of the the spells that you can pick and wh- how many to pick next time. Instead of me listing the possibilities, what you're gonna do is you're gonna tell me um, the spells that are appealing given the parameters. And what I'll help you do is we're gonna edit them and to make great. sure that you have a really great, well-rounded character that you will feel very useful in multiple situations but also very comfortable and and it'll be intuitive for you and listeners if if we're going to create a potential fake TARDIS type situation it's not going to be police box what am i going to ride in let's find out i love it i love it so (laughs) much um i'm very excited that everything's coming together i i love it all right well we are going to wrap this podcast up where can we find you on social media venmo any projects you want to plug well, uh, projects, you know what? They're in the they're in the pipeline. Um, maybe I'll have something for you next week. But I am very very excited uh, that I. Uh, if you want to stay up to date and know when they actually do launch, follow me on Instagram uh, at Aja I am that on Threads as well uh, on Venmo. If you want to send me a little bit of cash, I very much appreciate it. I'm at Aja um very very excited thank you so much for this of course can't wait for next week absolutely 